Relentless, and this team's happy now, but we want to do something more special than this. I've never played in an atmosphere like that. I think it was incredible. At the end, when they were they were singing, we won the cup. I think everyone on the bench had, had chilled, and it was it was a great moment. Uh, it's unbelievable. Um, it's pretty pretty surreal right now. Everyone's obviously very excited. We're enjoying the moment. Uh, this is something that we've worked for for a long time. Yeah, it's a dream come true for everyone. And obviously, it's it's uh, it's a heck of a hockey town. Uh, very underrated. Um, they, they love their blues here. Uh, you can see it. You can feel the energy in the city and uh, in the rink tonight. And uh, you know we're looking uh, looking forward to the Stanley Cup final. That's right. The St. Louis Blues are going to play for the Stanley Cup. I can't believe it. I'm here with Mike Bush and Andy Muller. They've been here a long time. I don't think they can believe time. it either. <laughs> That's a compliment. You really cannot believe it. it. It is so great to go around town and to feel the electricity. Brett Hull made an interesting point last night on Five on Your Side. He said, you know, the Cardinals obviously are in the fabric of this community. Um, they've won 11 championships, and they have, uh, you know, amazing support. Um, Cardinals, uh, obviously, I mean, they have the best fans in the world. But the Blues have never won a Stanley Cup, and yet they've had this support for all these years, and finally, finally, we're, we're in a Stanley Cup final you've for the been first time since 1970. Since we started recording these, you've been on that, oh, it feels special. Yeah. It feels special, even when they have a tough loss and that you think it might be the same it blues. Just, it just feels like the stars are aligned. You know, I, I was thinking back to 1986, and Andy Muller will remember this. 1986, Blues playing Calgary in Calgary after the Monday Night Miracle. It's Game 7. They lost by one goal, but before that game, um, my guest on our, our on our live shots back to what was then Eyewitness News Channel Five was Dan Kelly. Dan Kelly was was my guest, and Dan Kelly, of course, the great blues broadcaster who and also did you know network broadcasting. Um, and I was remembering just even at that time how cool that was, and then I was thinking about Dan Kelly and Ron Caron and Mike Shanahan, and Jack Quinn, and Bob Gassoff, and Barkley Plager, and all these guys. It just seems like they're all pulling strings right now, and, and, and they're aligning the stars, so maybe it can finally happen. Kay's piece in the five today was, it was, was awesome. fantastic. Yeah. It was so good. So good. Yeah, no question about it. And, and you know, to your point, uh, Mike, I think, I think with the Blues – you know, the Cardinals have 11 championships. They have Hall of Fame players. They have all this greatness right. about them. The Blues are just a team you, you love. Yeah. You know, they've tried so hard to climb the mountain. They've tried it, you know, every every different way and, and have, have just come up short. I think that's what makes them so lovable. There was a period of time, and, and Andy, you'll know the exact number, but they went they went to like twenty five straight. It was a record, right. I'm pretty sure. Well, they right. went to the playoffs every year, but they couldn't get there. They couldn't get this far in all those years, um, and so that's why this is so sweet. And and to see, you know, generations of Blues fans hugging, yeah. and, and shedding tears. Oh um, yeah, it just it just feels so good and. One more step, baby. One I, uh, more step. I was out. I was in the underneath getting ready to go in the locker room. Like, 
what am I doing down here? I'm not going to be out here. So I got back onto the concourse. I snuck out, stood behind some seats out there so I could see when it happened. And there was there were a lot of people crying. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what's going to happen if they win four more. And, and, and think about, I mean, Trey Wingo, who, of course, is a big star at ESPN. He texted me today, go Blues. Yeah. I asked him, my recollection was one of his first stories that he did at Channel 5 was a blues story. Um, and, you know, he was here for six years. He's been away for a long time, and yet he feels the same as all of us. Maybe it's finally the blues time, and he's rooting for the blues really hard. I, I remember my three-year-old son then uh, playing floor hockey with Trey down the hall here <laughs> at, uh, at KSDK, my son, of course, going, score blues. You know, yeah. Trey remembers that to this day. But, yeah, you know, I remember the lockout in 95, and Trey's doing a live shot of Kelly Chase's house. Right, and, right. and he said something about, you know, Kelly snuck up on him or whatever, you know, and said, Kelly, you look like your hair went through a daiquiri machine or, right. you know, or something like that. So, yeah, he's, he's as much invested and, in and this it as wasn't, we And it wasn't like the Blues didn't have great teams yeah. in those days. They did have great teams and great players. Uh, the Prongers, the McKinnises, Brett Hull, Bernie Federko, Adam Oates, all these tremendous players, but they never got this far. And it just, they're just, as I've said, as we've been doing these podcasts over these few weeks, I've said there's just something in the air. There yeah. just seems there's something special. Uh, I'm not sure that this is the best Blues team we've had in all those years, but sometimes, it, sometimes it, you just gotta, you know, you gotta catch fire. It's at the, the perfect right time. story too, right. considering how, what they've gone through this I know. year. It would be the perfect story. What was your guys' favorite moment from the locker room last night that we had on our air? You maybe saw afterwards. Is well, that really a fair question? I think <laughs> I it's going to be unanimous. <laughs> you know, and there's no question about it that you know that our our young reporter Layla and the, <laughs> right. the moment with Alexander Steen, and I think you know. How can you not embrace her and just she's she's just such such a sweetheart and she loves this team as much as uh, well I I can rival you know rival anybody that yeah she and she was great she was so, fantastic. so we asked her to be a special correspondent for us and obviously her two favorite players are Colton Perenko and Alexander Steen who visited her in the hospital and uh, and so Frank handed her the mic. And she does these interview, this interview with Alexander Steen. It was fantastic. It was. She's so articulate. She's got such personality and poise. Um, and poise. And I, I, I hope, uh, I hope she's our special correspondent for the rest of the rest of the playoffs. Let's listen to a quick clip from Layla's interview last night. So tell me, Alex, what emotions are going through your head? Ooh, good question. A lot right now. Um, you know, we're. We're excited, obviously. It's uh, very special to do this in this town, and um, you know, to have you here was uh, a little extra special for us. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. A couple other cool things I saw down there. Pat Maroon was pretty emotional. His dad was crying. His brother was crying. He was hugging them as they were coming over. He made Layla cry, just telling her how much she meant to them. So he was pretty cool. Stillman was walking around. He didn't want to talk to anybody because he wanted it to be about the players. But he had the biggest smile I've ever seen in my life. Him and Doug Armstrong, just it was relief and happiness and a little bit of everything all together. Because I, I feel good for those guys, too. Well, think about somebody like Pat Maroon, who grew up a blues fan. Yeah. So he, he experienced the futility for all those years. Obviously, hockey's in his blood. Then he comes back, and he, he got the game-winning goal. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, this to me is like I say, uh, it, uh, the stars all seem aligned, and there are so many moments. There's like, like last night you asked, what's the favorite moment in in the post game? Layla was probably my favorite moment. Yeah. But there were other great moments. Yeah. Getting the coach right off the start yep. of our newscast last night. Top. I mean, what a job he's done. Yeah. Worst to first. Um, and then Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, what has he meant to this team? His leadership, the fact that he would stay after practice and have another practice. Yeah. I mean, that, and, and then Layla. And then at the end, you get Kelly Chase and Brett Hull. Oh, man, yeah. So, so that, that's kind of a microcosm of everything we've been talking about, about what this means to people. Yeah. It means a lot to Brett Hull and, and Kelly Chase. That was something else I was going to bring up. Kelly Chase, Kelly Chase was crying at the, at the end. And he was, the Blues players were coming off the ice, and Tarasenko said they saw him crying. And it almost made them start to cry, too, because yeah. they just see how much this means to everybody. I saw Plager, Hull, and Chase all meet for the first time time after it happened down below and they just had this big like group hug and it was oh man it just made your heart melt because you know what everybody what they've been through and they're all living that even though they're not playing anymore they're still living this through these players and bob plager had tears as well yeah you know this is a guy who's seen it all i can still remember you know the story in, in 1983 when it's looking like they're going to move to saskatoon Bob Plager is sitting down in the bowels of the old arena with the one or two employees that were still still on the payroll wondering, what's our next move? What are yeah. we going to do? They thought they were done. <laughs> yeah. So in historic St. Louis sports moments, where do you think this run ranks right now? And if they win four more games, where do you think that changes anything? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, if they win four more games, that does change everything. But this will be remembered forever. I mean, this run, because it's so special because of where they were. I mean, we did this story on our uh, 6 o'clock newscast about this guy who bet on the Blues, bet $400. Uh, if they win the championship, he's going to make $100,000. But he bet on them in January when the Blues had the worst record. Think about that. Every team in the league is in front of them. They've yeah. got a vault over all those teams. Um, and so just that fact makes this a special year. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not the same as a championship, however. Mm -hmm. So for the Blues, yes, it's, it's fantastic. Um, but, but uh, and it'll be, a, a, this will be the season to remember. But if they don't win it, it won't be quite as yeah. good. Well, you know, consider that the Monday Night Miracle is probably the most, Yes. At the top of the Blues all-time moments. Right. Game six of a conference final. Let that sink in for a minute. So having vaulted past that, certainly those of us more in you know, more recent memory, that's probably going to vault, vault over the Monday Night Miracle. Yeah. Yes, for and, sure. And, you know, as far as in, you know, the total uh, of St. Louis sports, I don't know, but a win... You know, you always remember the most recent thing as being the best, so maybe it will be. I mean, somebody asked me, how does this compare to the Rams win in in 2000 after the 99 season? And that was fantastic. But the Rams had only been here for four years when they won it. Yeah. Uh, they came in 1995. So while they were well-supported, and people were very excited, and I remember all the people on a very cold night came down uh, on Market Street when there was the Rams parade. It's not the same as the Blues winning the Stanley Cup, and then, quite honestly, it doesn't come close. 
So if the Blues were to go on and win the Stanley Cup, it would be one of the great sports moments in St. Louis history. I agree. Um, let's move on to the Bruins here. And the first thing that came to my mind immediately after they won, David Backus. Yeah. That's just right away. And that's what came to Layla's mind, too, because she asked Alexander Steen right. about that after the game. I mean, all the talk about Joe Thornton. Let's get Joe Thornton a cup. Joe Thornton. No. I mean, I, David Backus is the veteran I want to see raise the Stanley Cup. And now Not this his, year. Now <laughs> his former team is going to have to be the ones to stop him from doing that. It's yeah. just going to be, there's storylines all over the place, and there here's really another are. one, and I just love this one. And you know he's got a lot of he's got a lot of good friends still on. He this played team. with thirteen players that are on this current roster. So the two questions I would want to ask David Backus: Number one, how hard were you rooting for the Blues to win last night? Yeah. And secondly, how soon did you kind of shift gears and decide <laughs> you know now I'm going to have to start hating all my friends for, yeah. you know, for two weeks? Yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean you know these these longtime players that go somewhere else. I mean Brett Hull won a Stanley Cup in Dallas. Um, that was hard to see. Yeah. I mean, um, and you saw how, I mean, you saw how excited he was last night. I mean, he's won a cup before. Yeah. Um, but the blues are in his heart. You know, I'm sure David Backus is, I mean, he, I'm sure he loves St. Louis and he loves the blues, but he doesn't care about them for the next couple of weeks. You, you name a notable former blues player and they probably won a cup yes, somewhere else. Yes, probably right. Doug Waite, uh, Chris Pronger. Hull, yeah. uh, just uh, pretty much everybody going throughout. <laughs> one, one, one of my one of my light bulb moments during the playoffs was I was flipping around and I got to NHL.com or something on 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 my uh, computer, and Rod Brindamore is having yeah. this press conference for the, for the Hurricanes. I mean, to me, I mean, I I know I'm old, but Rod Brindamore <laughs> is still a 19 year old forward <laughs> with the Blues. I mean, he was a young star for the Blues. Um, and I just couldn't believe what he looked like. He just—he's a—he looks like he could be a coach now, and he is. He does. He does. Rod the Bod, as I recall, yep. he was named <laughs> yeah. back in the day. But you know, here's something to think about: the top four coaches in NHL history: Scotty Bowman, Bowman. Joel Quenville, Ken Hitchcock, and Al Arbor. All—all uh, all except Hitchcock won Stanley Cups after they left the Blues. Right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Um, let's look at Boston a little more. Boston and St. Louis just seemed. Joined Ugh. when it comes to championships. They've won enough championships. I, I they don't agree. need anymore. That's what I was hoping I would get out of you when I brought this yeah, up. Mike. They don't need anymore. I agree. Anymore. Well, get this. A team from let's, Boston. Let's think 1967. Let's think yeah. about 1967 when the Cardinals beat the Boston Red Sox. There we go. That's what I, I want to focus on. A Boston so, team has beat the St. Louis team in every big four sport the last sh- time they were there. Going yeah. back to the Hawks and the Celtics. Well, and the blue—the last time the Blues were in the Stanley Cup Finals, yeah. it was against the Bruins and Bobby right. Orr. Right. And you know, the Blue. This is this is the fourth trip the Blues have made to the Stanley Cup Finals. Their first three seasons, and the reason they made it the first three seasons is because when the NHL expanded, they put all the expansion teams in one conference, and so whoever was the best of the expansion teams made it, and they play the winner of the original six. And they had no chance. And the Blues, three Stanley Cup finals in their first three seasons, they never won a game. Not a game. Not one game. So even that first so, win so will the be first historic. Win will be the first win in a Stanley Cup final for the Blues. Right. I saw someone from Boston uh, send out a tweet today, and basically he said that as far as Boston sports are concerned, that it's parade or bust. 
which was a little okay, a little off-putting there, you know, because uh, you know when was the last time the Celtics won an NBA championship? Yeah, you know, and the yeah, you but, know, and, but but and, they got a lot. They well, a lot of banners hanging from the rafters. I know it's been a while. Probably back in the days before they had parades. I'll tell you right. this though, right. I was happy Boston won their last championship uh, when they beat that team from Los Angeles. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Okay, so covering a series in Boston. Mike, I know you've been there before. Andy, have you been to Boston, like on site? I have not been on site. I've I've visited the the outside the TD North Arena and uh, and paid homage at the Bobby Orr yeah. statue. <laughs> so. Do you have any memories, Mike, from covering Cardinals Red Sox? Maybe oh well, four sure. or six. I mean, uh, or oh, 11, yeah, oh four and thirteen. 13. Yeah, 14, yeah. 13. So uh, in oh four, you know, it, it was very exciting just to be at Fenway Park. And that was quite a series. And what was it? The first game was back and forth, like eleven to nine or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like back that. and forth. Yeah. And and of course, Boston hadn't won a World Series in eighty six years, yeah. I think. So it, they were they were kind of like the Blues are right now. It was a lot of futility where they almost got there. They would make the World Series, but then they wouldn't win. You know, you remember the the uh, the Mets Buckner uh, Buckner. Yeah. Through the legs of Buckner. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I mean, what I remember is is kind of the electricity at Fenway Park uh, during a World Series because uh, they really felt maybe that was their year, and it turned out it was, even though that was probably Tony La Russa's best Cardinal oh, yeah. team. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I remember that very well. I was already in in news by then, and then by 13, I didn't really get a chance to, to cover. I don't think they sent me to, to Boston for that one. All right, we'll wrap up this episode with early predictions for the series. Andy, what do you think? Well, um, a humble brag. I, I thought the Blues would beat the Sharks in six. Um, didn't quite go with the logic. You know, I didn't see the, the hand pass goal coming. You know. <laughs> And hey, that they that, needed that. And that would be Ever the spring, that. that would be the springboard that won the series. Um, Rask is going to be a, is going to be a hard guy to beat. This is going to be, you know, Ben Bishop all over again. And the Bruins have a really strong supporting cast around him. Um, I'm going to say that if the Blues can get out of Boston with a split, then then this is going to go. It'll go the full seven. Um, you know, I I don't think this is a team. You guys may you know may disagree with me, but. This is a team that has really seemed to get stronger as the playoffs have gone along. This is not the typical, like the last few seasons, or the last few times they've been in the playoffs, they wear down and you just see it and they're done. In this is not happening. It was yes. like that. that. You know, we were all riding this magic carpet ride until we got to the conference finals, and then all of a sudden the Blues got really tired. Yeah. They seem to be, you know, finding new, new streams of adrenaline and, and all that, and Who's to doubt the way they've been playing now? So yeah. you know, I, I think it's I think it's going to be a long series. I'll I'll go that far. <laughs> uh, I if I'm going to make a prediction, and I'm not very good at these predictions, but I'm going to say the Blues are going to win in six. Um, and I what I think will hurt the Bruins at least in the first game or two is the fact that they haven't played in a long time. Yeah. And the one thing that I've noticed about hockey is the teams that get red hot. Remember the L.A. Kings run a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they finished fourth in their conference. But they s- right toward the end, they started playing really well. And Quick was unbelievable in goal. And they didn't get a chance to have a layoff. I think layoffs hurt. Um, and the Blues have been playing right through this thing. So 
uh, I agree. If the Blues can get a split, I think they're going to be on their way, and uh, and and I think they're going to get a split in Boston, and and uh, and then maybe we can celebrate in St. Louis. It would be so cool to have a parade <laughs> down Market Street. Wouldn't that be so cool? Because if your prediction well, comes true and they win it in six. They will have clinched every each series, series right here in St. Louis. Imagine, yeah. I was just thinking of this: Charles Glenn in the first truck coming down Market Street, singing, leading the way, yeah. and I just got all—I got too happy then. Yeah. I had to compose myself. Well, it won't be easy. I no. guarantee you. I got six games too because I think they're going to do it at home. Because I mean, the storyline is setting itself up. Why not nail it home with a perfect ending? Let's hope you're right. All right, that does it for this episode of the Blues Plus Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll have a new episode before every game of the Stanley Cup Finals.